Welcome back, Perek Bey's Mishnah Yudalad, very much a continuation of Mishnah Gimel, and really, I should say, the inverse, the converse of Mishnah Gimel. Mishnah Gimel, of course, was the question of Yochanan and Zakkai posed to his five outstanding t- disciples. Go consider, contemplate, and look. What is the great way that man should continue and should cling to? While Mishnah Yudalad asks the very same question in the inverse, Tzu'u asks Rabbi Yochum and Zakkai, Go out and discern a zohi derech ra shi'israchek mimen adam. What is the evil path from which a man should distance himself? And not surprisingly, each of the five disciples of Rabbi Yochum and Zakkai answers with the inverse. In the last Mishnah, Rabbi Lazar said the right path to take is ayin tova. And in this Mishnah, Rabbi Lazar says ayin ra. Rabbi Yeshua in the last Mishnah said, one should seek Chaver Tov, a good friend in this Mishnah. Rabbi Yeshua says, stay away from a Chaverah. In the last Mishnah, Rabbi Yossi states, Shachin Tov, and in this Mishnah, Shachin Ra. In the last Mishnah, Rabbi Lazar says, you should seek and look after and discern a good way, which is a Lev Tov. And in this Mishnah, Rabbi Lazar says, Lev Ra. Thus, each of the four Tanaim, the great Talmidim, the students, the outstanding disciples of Yochum and Zakkai, states just the inverse. That which is good, one should run after, should discern and try to gain, as opposed to in this Mishnah where it's just the inverse, the opposite. However, there is a fifth Tana, the fifth student of Rabbi Yochum ben Zakkai, Rabbi Shimon, in the last Mishnah, when he said that one should discern and look to be Roa as Anolad, should look to consider the outcome of one's deed, one would imagine that in this Mishnah, like his colleagues, should say just the inverse, one who does not look after the future, and one who does not consider the outcome of his deeds. But surprisingly, Rabbi Shimon does not give the converse or the inverse like his colleagues, but rather says that one should stay away from being a lovevena mishalim, being one who borrows and does not repay. And all of the Mephorshia Mishnah question, why is it that Rabbi Shimon is the lone Tana, the lone student of all of Rabbi Yochum and Zakkai's students who doesn't give the inverse and the converse, but rather gives a separate reason. Go out and discern which is the evil path from which a man should distance himself, suggests Rabbi Shimon is one should never borrow and not repay. But that is not the converse of his statement of being Roe as Hanola. The classic and simple understanding of Rabbi Yeshua's, of Rabbi Shimon's comment is indeed somebody who borrows and does not repay is really the converse of somebody who does not consider the outcome of a deed. Because when you borrow money and you make a request and you take advantage of that request and you use that request, you borrow $1,000, $100 or $5,000 and you don't repay it, you're not recognizing the outcome of what you have just done. Because you think you'll borrow and you won't repay, so right now it looks like things are pretty good for you. You borrowed $1,000, $10,000, a million dollars, you didn't pay it back, right now you're good. You borrowed money and you didn't repay it. It's as if you made that amount of money. But really such a person with such an attitude is not Roa Esanola, doesn't recognize the outcome of a deed. Because the time will come when this individual will need to borrow more money or will need to gain another favor. 
and indeed has lost his reputation and has lost his standing in his family, in his community, because who's going to ultimately allow such a person to borrow funds again when it's known that this is not a person who pays back and it's not a person who makes good on his word? Thus, indeed, Reb Shimon is saying just the opposite of the statement he made in Mishnah Yud Gimel. In Mishnah Yud Gimel, Reb Shimon suggests that really a person should discern and look and contemplate to be roa es hanola, to look after the outcome of a deed. And in this Mishnah, the inverse, the converse of that is a person who's lova avenu meshalim, is a person who borrows but doesn't pay back because such a person doesn't recognize the outcome of his deed. And of course, the greater lesson of Reb Shimon in this Mishnah is teaching us how important to always consider the future. Because more often than not, we make quick decisions and we don't look to contemplate what our actions are going to bind us for the future. Because too often we look with tunnel vision very quickly and we solve a problem, but we don't recognize the ramifications and the ultimate which will emerge from the decisions we make. The greatest scholars, the greatest rabbanim, the tanaim, the amoraim, when great decisions had to be made for world jury, gedoli Yisrael throughout the doros always recognized the impact of a decision that was going to be made. And what are the ramifications are going to be for this generation and future generations? You can never make a decision in a vacuum because every decision is going to have massive, impactful ramifications for the future. It's true when you're counseling a friend. It's true when you're giving advice to a child, to a grandchild, and making a decision what yeshiva you go to, what seminary you go to, what school you go to, what mesechta you're going to learn, what ultimately that decision is going to bear incredible ramifications on one's future. No decision is small, whether it's a positive or a negative, whether it's good or it's bad. But when a situation is presented to us, we must be roas hanola. Don't just think about the here and now, but recognize the importance of the situation for the future. And in a well-known story, Reb Shimon Schwab recounts that this is so true as the Chafetz Chaim mentioned to him, that because of his ancestors, his great ancestors, the Kohanim, the Levim, when they made a decision to listen to Moshe Rabbeinu, when he asked, Mila Hashem Eli, who's going to be with me, Moshe Rabbeinu asked, after the Chet Egel, and nobody ran to listen and to heed Moshe's word, but Shevet Levi. And from Shevet Levi emerged the great Levim and the Kohanim. And thus said the Chafetz Chaim to Rabbi Shimon Schwab that the decision that they made to listen to Moshe allowed me, the Chafetz Chaim, to be a Kohen and you, Rabbi Shimon Schwab, are not. Because the implications and the decision of my ancestors defined me and who I am. And today I'm a Kohen. Today I bless the nation. Today I have the opportunity to serve in the Mesa Mikdash and you don't. And he said this very strongly to Rav not in a sense of gaiva, or in a sense of bragging or showing off that he's a Kohen Rav Shrab as Yisrael, but rather to teach Rabbi Schwab, who is going to be an ultimate leader of Torah jury, 
that his decisions and the impact that he is going to make when he decides yes or no, right or wrong, in or out, are going to affect many people, hundreds of people, thousands of people, and the Jewish community forever. And Gedola Yisrael regularly are making very important judgment calls. And certainly the decisions that they make aren't simply for this week or next week or next year. But they have to think about the future. What does this mean for American Jewry? What does this mean for European Jewry? What does this mean for the land of Israel? What does this mean for the state? What does it mean for Torah? What does it mean for Yiddishkeit? And therefore, Reb Shimon's statement, Haroa es Hanolad, is so critical in our thinking, in our decision, in the advice that we give family, friends, neighbors, and in every situation that we find ourselves in. So when we contemplate and make a decision and need to guide individuals in terms of their life decisions, let's always keep in mind Rabbi Shimon's Roh Asanolad and never ever whatsoever think for a moment that to be a lovevenu mishalim, that my assessment of a situation and my advice is just like a lovevenu mishalim. It's just that I'm, you know, giving a suggestion and it's not really going to have impact. No, no, no. If you're borrowing, you're not going to pay back. It's going to have long-term effects, long-term ramifications. Thus, we need to contemplate our future personally. Are we preparing in this world for the world to come? Not only when it comes to spiritual pursuits, but when it requires physical pursuits as well. All of our decisions have impact, ramifications on the future. Let's have bigger ideas. Let's have long-term thoughts and recognize that every action that we make affects us, affects our family, affects our community, and affects Klal Yisrael.